This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another One Piece TV talk. Oh, my goodness gracious. This was like the best episode. This one was awesome. <laughs> this one had literally everything. We got a tiki bar. We got a restaurant. We got good cooking food scenes and whatnot. A freaking vampire hunter warlord pirate dude. The confirmation that the guy hunting Luffy is, in fact, his granddad, who apparently has super strength. That's, you know, because... The powers are all over the place. That's fine. I'm, I'm just going to stop questioning it. I'm going to stop questioning it. Just assume everybody can probably do something crazy. And this like epic duel at the end between Zoro and the vampire hunter dude. Like that was intense. And I got to be honest, like, like, I guess it was last week, right? Where we had the Zoro backstory. Oh, I've got a friend and we both made this promise and everything. It, to me, that felt a little, I don't know, textbook. Like almost like we're, we're kind of using the get out of jail free card through the power of flashback with Zoro in that one contained episode. Little did I know that was about to set up this really epic duel between him and presumably the greatest swordsman in the entire world vampire hunter pirate lord guy yeah i can't i can't remember his name speaking of not being able to remember names new cook dude really awesome i want to say sanji definitely like his whole vibe the concept that he's looking for the quote-unquote one piece of cooking right like he wants to find this location where all the seas come together and there's fish and spices and all these ingredients that no one has ever tasted before you see the passion that he has it's a shared thing throughout a lot of these characters they're all driven by a dream and luffy is like like the best, most perfect leader that you could possibly imagine in the sense that he wants what's best for his friends, his people, really for everybody, even his enemies, like whatever their dream is, he wants them to follow it and follow their passion and encourages them to do so. Even if that passion puts him in direct conflict with his own, you can see why as is set up very early on in the episode, someone as let's just say inexperienced, clueless, even when it comes to sailing and piracy and all that rot, like why people still want to follow him just because he is just this kind of pure good kid. <laughs> he's a pirate. He's ordering milk at the restaurant. That's hilarious. Usopp, on the other hand, is definitely not drinking milk. Usopp is over here. He is just pounding tiki drinks. 
like four at a time. Doing what Usopp does best, telling stories that are definitely not true and really kind of conflating his abilities. In fact, again, at the beginning of this episode, we see that he doesn't even know how to load a cannon despite all of his high talk. And on top of that, he wants to run away from a fight more than he actually wants to be in the fight. I also think it's kind of funny that Usopp dresses the most like what we may consider a, you know, quote unquote, traditional pirate. And yet he's kind of the least piratey of them all. It's all an act. It's all a show. Him and Luffy instantly, you've seen this kind of in the earlier episodes, but it's really kind of congealed here. They have like a brotherly relationship where they're just feeding off of each other and uh, and you love to see it. And in terms of that kind of that family thing, Nami and Zoro are kind of the mother father figure in this, you know, kind of makeshift family that we've got going on. Is it weird that I'm starting to ship them? Because I'm, I'm definitely starting to ship them. We know since the beginning that Nami has her own agenda and it seems like it's connected with wanting to get back home. Zoro, obviously his motivations are extremely clear, but they're the two most competent of the group, right? Zoro knows how to fight. Nami knows how to sail. Without them, Luffy's completely lost. And they both kind of have this like, you know, love frustration with Luffy. Like they, they connect with the purity that he represents, but also have to roll their eyes at the immaturity that comes along with that purity. And whether or not we've seen Nami's like make or break moment with the crew as a whole, who knows? Granted, she doesn't go off this time, but we still don't really know what her deal is. So that will hopefully be revealed in the next episode or so. Kobe finally like coming to grips, uh, you know, collision with this concept of I want to be a Marine and do good. But what if being a Marine means, you know, partnering with the bad pirates? You know, <laughs> like what is what is, what even is life? And we kind of see in that relationship that he has with the the head dude with Luffy's granddad that there's almost like this I don't know like like he's the new Luffy right like he's the grandchild that that maybe this dude always wanted Luffy to be and maybe it means plotting some sort of third way between kind of the establishment and the marines and the pirates I don't know it doesn't necessarily seem like that third way is is all that altruistic so we're gonna have to see where that comes together but you know one of the things I really like about you know, these episodes is the excuse to kind of tie into actual historical piracy as well as, you know, classic mythology and fiction and pirate lore as it, you know, as it stands in our old and collective imaginations, right? Like we, we get here in this restaurant, you know, it's being led by this cook and the cook has one leg, a peg leg, a very clear and not at all subtle reference to Long John Silver of the, I was about to say Muppets Treasure Island, but I mean, that's, which by the way, that's a great movie, but no, but Treasure Island, the book. Long John Silver, of course, a pirate, pseudo in disguise. He's the cook on this ship. They're going after the treasure. It's essentially his treasure, or his previous captain's treasure. And so, you know, he's kind of laying low. In the series Black Sails, which is not a children's book at all, like stars kind of an HBO-esque approach to kind of a prequel to Treasure Island. It's a bizarre concept, but it's a fantastic show if you love piracy. We see in the first episode the concept of Long John Silver, the ship that he's on is being attacked by pirates. And so he said, you know, like he's he's going and he's trying to hide and he's trying to kind of get out of this terrible situation that he's found himself in. He talks to the cook of that ship and the cook's like, ah, I'm not too worried. You know, pirates will never kill a cook because everybody needs good food. So Silver, if I'm remembering correctly, kills him and says that he's the cook, but of course doesn't know how to cook. And it's kind of funny. Thing is, this is actually based off of truth in terms of, you know, during the golden age of piracy, a lot of times when pirates were recruiting, it wasn't difficult to get other sailors to join up with them, right? Like, it's like, hey, you'll be doing the same thing, but you're going to get an even share. You'll have a lot more freedom. I mean, yeah, you know, you'll be hunted by the law, but, you know, most of y'all got pressed into service anyway. Come be a pirate. It's way better. And if they were like, no, then it was like, okay, deuces, here's a ship, go chill out over there, whatever. We're going to go off and do our own thing. Little bit different for certain individuals. If you were, say, like a doctor 
or an artist even, maybe a musician or a cook, you might not have an option. The pirates may be like, hey, you, we kind of need you, so you don't really get to say no. You're just kind of coming with us now. It's such a unique function and such an important one towards the enjoyment of the high seas, or at least the ability to not lose your mind while you're sailing around looking for different prizes. And so the notion of, you know, a pirate ship needing a cook seems obvious, but that's exactly what is required. Now, it does seem here in our uh, wonderful One Piece that new cook dude Sanji is probably not going to have to be pressed into this. You can see instantly how he connects with Luffy and Luffy connects with him. They both understand they have this shared vision and this shared dream. And my guess is within the next episode, we'll probably see him joining up with the Straw Hats. I can't get over that epic battle at the end, though. That was just so incredible. Absolutely loving this series. Hope you all are as well. Let me know what you think. Uh, did you love this episode as much as I did? Uh, you can always reach out to me with your thoughts. You can head over to Instagram. I'm incognito there. I've had to fight the urge. I, I really have. Because like I, I was thinking like, okay, we, you know, Netflix now has the full anime on well available for streaming maybe i should start watching it but then i was like i actually don't want to spoil stuff for me i realized that like you'll like people who are familiar with the anime might actually be enjoying you know things more because they're so familiar with the world or they might be more frustrated because they're so familiar with the world i think i just want to kind of stay with the live action I'm enjoying the surprises along the way. It's it's over the top and it's weird and it's crazy and I'm loving it. It's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, that is going to do it for me for today, but don't worry, I'll be back in a flash. Or maybe I should say back in a splash. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.